Welcome everybody to What's the 411? This is the place that brings you news, observation, interpretation, and news commentary. Let's get it. Welcome back everybody to What's the 411 News. We're glad you are back. And if you haven't heard, you're going to hear it right now. An unserved warrant for the arrest of Carolyn Bryant Dunham, the one responsible for the death of Emmett Till, has been located in Mississippi. All right, we're going to give you some details that you can hopefully use and apply. And um, maybe we can get this uh, case brought to justice. All right, with the arrest of Carolyn Bryant Dunham. All right. So let's check out this new story here. All right. And uh, as you guys know, the 1955 warrant in the uh, Emmett Till case has been found. And the family of Emmett Till seeks the arrest of Carolyn Bryant Dunham. All right. A team searching the basement of a Mississippi courthouse for evidence about the lynching of black teenager Emmett Till has found the unserved warrant charging a white woman in his 1955 kidnapping and relatives of the victim who initiated the hunt won authorities to finally arrest her nearly 70 years later. A warrant for the arrest of Carolyn Brian Dunham or Donham identified as Mrs. Roy Bryant on the document was discovered last week inside a file folder that had been placed in a box. LaFleur County Circuit Clerk Elmas Stockstill told the Associated Press on Wednesday, all right? Documents are kept inside boxes by decade, he said, but there was nothing else to indicate where the warrant dated August 29th, 1955 might have been. The, uh, they narrowed it down between the 50s and 60s and got lucky, said Stockstill, who certified the warrant as genuine. The search was started by the Emmett Till Legacy Foundation and included two members of Till's family, a cousin by the name of Deborah Watts, head of the foundation, and her daughter, Terry Watts. They want authorities to use the warrant and to use the warrant to arrest Dunham, who at the time of the slaying, who at the time of the slaying was married to one of two white men tried and acquitted just weeks after Till was abducted from a relative's home, killed and dumped into a river. Serve it and charge her, Terry Watts said, all right? Dunham set off the case in August 1955 by accusing the 14-year-old Till of making improper advances of a family store, at a family store, excuse me, in um, Monet or Money, Mississippi. A cousin of Till who was there had said Till whistled at the woman, which flew in the face of Mississippi's racist social codes of the era. All right. Evidence indicates a woman, possibly Dunham, identified Till. Now, get this again. I'm going to read that again. Evidence indicates a woman, 
possibly done possibly done him, identified till to the men who later killed him. The arrest warrant against Dunham was publicized at the time, but the LaFleur County Sheriff told reporters he did not want to bother the woman since she had two young children to care for. Ah, oh, imagine that. You see how people's mindsets are when it comes to race? Oh, I just didn't want to bother her, you know, for the arrest because she had two young children. But what about young Emmett? And these, this is the same mindset that people still have today, by the way, all right, just so you know. Now in her 80s, and mostly recently, or most recently, excuse me, living in North Carolina, Dunham has not commented publicly on calls for her prosecution. But Terry Watts said the Till family believes the warrant accusing Dunham of kidnapping amounts to new evidence. This, this is what the state of Mississippi needs to go ahead, she said. District Attorney Dwayne Richardson, whose office would prosecute a case, declined comment on the warrant, but cited a December report about the Till case from the Justice Department, which said no prosecution was possible. So they're already they're constantly protecting this lady and been protecting her for years. But yet everybody else can get arrested when it comes to black you get caught on RICO cases that have nothing to do with nothing except just to snatch people up. Um, there were some people involved in the Holocaust, I believe, not too long ago, and they were still living. They snatched them up to put them in jail. But when it comes to uh, white women, you know, they get the protection. They get the Zaddy protection program. Right. Anyway. Um, Again, District Attorney Dwayne Richardson, whose office would prosecute a case, declined comment on the warrant, but cited a December report about the Till case from the Justice Department, which said no prosecution was possible. Contacted by the AP on Wednesday, LaFleur County Sheriff Ricky Banks said, this is the first time I've known about a warrant. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know that thing was hidden. Banks, who was seven years old when Till was killed, said nothing was said about a warrant when a former district attorney investigated the case five or six years ago. I will see if I can get a copy of the warrant and get the DA and get their opinion on it, Banks said. If the warrant can still be served, Banks said he would have to talk to law enforcement officers in the state where Dunham resides. Arrest warrants can go stale due to the passage of time. Yeah, when it comes to black folks and it's been uh, 60 something years, you can guarantee they'll just go snatch somebody up in a heartbeat. Arrest warrants can go stale due to the passage of time and changing circumstances. And one from 1955 almost certainly would not pass muster before a court, even if a sheriff agreed to serve it, said Ronald uh, Rychiak, I think that's how you pronounce it, a law professor at the University of Mississippi. But combined with any new evidence, the original arrest warrant absolutely could be an important stepping stone. It has a step now as a stepping stone toward establishing probable cause to initiate a new prosecution, he said. If you went in front of a judge, you could say, once upon a time, a judge determined there was probable cause and much more information is available today, Ryak said. All right. 
And uh, Till, who was from Chicago, was visiting relatives in Mississippi when he entered the store where Dunham, then 21, was working on August 24th, 1955. A um, Till relative who was there at the time, Wheeler Parker, told that Till whistled at the woman. Oh, boy. Dunham testified in court that Till also grabbed her and made a lewd comment. Now, I only, I only kind of paused and sighed a little bit because they had that, you know, back in that days, I guess, some of them folks still had that mindset of the slave of the slave to the slave master. And instead of uh, Till's, um, one of Till's relatives shutting his mouth about a darn whistle, because you whistled at a woman, he goes on and tells on him. So it's ridiculous, man. People still have that darn mindset today as well. Two nights later, Dunham, Dunham's then husband, Roy Bryant, and his half-brother, J.W. Millam showed up armed at the rural LaFleur County home of Till's great uncle, Mose Wright, looking for the youth. Till's brutalized body, weighted down by a fan, was pulled from a river days later in another county. His mother's decision to open the casket so mourners in Chicago could see what happened helped galvanize the building civil rights movement of the time. Bryant and Millam were acquitted, were acquitted, excuse me, of murder, but later admitted the killing in a magazine interview. All right, they admitted to it. While both men were named in the same warrant that accused Dunham of kidnapping, authorities did not pursue the case following their acquittal. Wright testified during the murder trial that a person with a voice lighter than a man's identified till from inside a pickup truck and the abductors took him away from the family home. I'm gonna read that again. Wright testified during the murder trial that a person, a person with a voice lighter than a man's, I'll fill in a little blanks there, lighter than a man's voice identified till. They didn't say who, but it said there was a voice lighter than a male, than a man's voice identified till from inside a pickup truck and the abductors took him away from the family home. Other evidence in FBI files indicates that earlier that same night, Dunham told her husband that at least two other black men were not the right person. All right. So you have that. And so now what we're going to do is we're going to um, check out some video that I'm sure you guys will be interested in and wanting to help the uh, family members, the relatives of Emmett Till. All right, so we're gonna go right into that video right now, so let's hit that video. Right now, a major discovery tied to the lynching of Emmett Till. It's trending all over social media. The family of the slain teen is demanding an arrest after an unserved warrant was discovered 66 years later. That warrant charged Carolyn Bryant Dunham in the, his 1955 kidnapping. Relatives of Till want authorities to use that old warrant to arrest her now. At the time of Till's death, she was married to one of the two white men tried and acquitted by an all-white Southern jury. 
Caroline Bryant Dunham set off the case in August 1955 by accusing the 14-year-old Till of making improper advances at a store in Mississippi. Right now, she is in her 80s and most recently known to live right here in North Carolina. Several people are wondering what this recent discovery of the old warrant means, so let's dig deeper with a legal expert. We're joined live by Jason Keith with Keith and Associates. So Jason, uh, the Till family wants law enforcement to serve Miss Carolyn uh, Bryant Dunham with the current warrant. Could this actually happen? Actually, it, it actually can happen. Um, the warrant was actually issued in Mississippi and assuming that the warrant hasn't been dissolved and that it's still active, the warrant actually should and could be served by North Carolina law enforcement officers. So there's not a statute of limitation on that case then? Mississippi law governs, but for the most part, generally no. Um, stale um, warrants are usually served. Um, they usually stay alive until they're actually served on the individual in the cases. And what would that process look like? I mean, could North Carolina initiate it since she's here or would it have to come out of Mississippi? So what would generally happen is Mississippi would send a warrant to North Carolina. North Carolina would respond by issuing a warrant on behalf of Mississippi upon Ms. Donham, um, because Mississippi is the actual issuing state that actually wants Ms. Donham to actually report back and potentially be held accountable for crimes. So a lot of people are talking about this. Is there any notable civil rights case in which someone was brought up on charges that happened 70 plus years ago? That, that, well, in terms of civil rights, there are, but more specifically, it's not uncommon. I mean, you can think about Holocaust cases and you can think about other cases where there are older cases, there are older crimes, and new evidence has, has, has resurfaced or the original warrants were never actually served on individuals. So it's not uncommon. Um, mm -hmm. Old cases that um, potentially they never were actually brought to trial for have actually been tried and warrants have actually been served on individuals. Um, in the recent years, so it's pretty, pretty, pretty common, actually. So lots of people on social media I've seen have been saying, who do we need to reach out to and lobby to get them to actually right. do this? Good question. Well, keep applying pressure to the legislature and the, the people and the officials in Mississippi. Um, North Carolina is not going to actually respond to a warrant or execution of a warrant unless Mississippi asks them to. Um, if the warrant is still alive, it hasn't been dissolved, it's still, um, uh, if the warrant is still there, they can just ask law enforcement officers in North Carolina to serve it, and they would actually serve Ms. Donham and potentially have her arrested. Well, lots of interesting perspective, and we're so lucky to have you here today. Thank you so much. All right, there you go. So, again, it's very interesting that in the United States, the so-called United States of America, we have two laws two sets of laws, one for black people and one for white people. In 2022, we still have laws for black people and laws for white people. The white people get protected, they get shielded, they can spend years and years and have warrants on them and don't get picked up. And you can do the slightest violation, you can damn near go to jail getting for jaywalking if you're black. And um, so, and it's kind of funny how some of these news outlets pose questions in a certain way. Like, I, we can't believe that you can, can somebody really be arrested after 67 years? And, you know, trying to find out information and, 
and kind of posing it that way. And that's why you have the mainstream media and that's why you have new black media who's going to set it to you straight. All right. So we got this brother who said that um, Carol and Brian Dunham can most definitely get arrested. And for everybody to pursue Mississippi's um, legislators and authorities, give them a call. So you guys play this video back and get the information and make sure that you um, continuously pursue Mississippi and make sure we bring this case to justice for the death of Emmett Till. All right. This is What's the 411 News. We appreciate y'all support. This is New Black Media. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the thumbs up button. Let everybody know that this is the news channel for you. And we will see you again. We out of here. Peace. Welcome, everybody, to What's the 411. This is the place that brings you news, observation, interpretation, and news commentary. Let's get it.